You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 113 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with the jet-setting Gina Malisha. How are ya? <laughs> you? You know you what, Val? Hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, I'm waiting for you because where were you off gallivanting? Call me a jet-setter. <laughs> waiting for you to come, come on. Yes. Um, got really expensive because I had nothing to do for 10 minutes so I right. shopped. And uh, online, <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! I got new gear. So <laughs> really, you are in a hotel room because you're jet setting at the moment, and I know. you did online shopping. What so that it can arrive home, arrive like arrive when you get back home? Yeah, don't don't be having a go at me about online shopping. Don't don't you like you love it too? <laughs> but yes, it should arrive uh, the day I get home, which is wow, exciting. Well. I've been checking out the uh, Yong, the new Yong Nuo uh, flash gear. It's not new, oh, yeah. but but it's a really affordable uh, line of flashes and remotes, and they're TTL. So they so what they are is the transmitter sits on mm-hmm. the camera, and mm-hmm. you can actually control your flash, which sits off the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, wirelessly from that control so you can set up your flash off camera and uh, adjust the settings so you can turn mm. it up and turn it down but the really really cool thing about it is it does TTL so the trans the camera Dave talks to the flash Steve yes. they communicate mm-hmm. and you basically set it up set your camera settings to the way you want them and it'll dial in just the, the right amount of flash that you need, which is perfect if you're just starting out with flash. And we will talk right. about this a lot more in, in this podcast episode. So basically, I bought the Yong New. I've got the Canon version of this exact kit, which right. cost me uh, a lot of money, I think over... <laughs> Well, it was quite expensive. I'm thinking maybe 1500 bucks for the whole lot. But the Yong Nuo version is maybe 300 for the two, 200 for the two units. So it's really reasonably priced. And the, bo- the other bonus, the shooting TTL, you can also shoot um, high-speed sync with it, which means that you can shoot outside at fast shutter speeds, faster than your flash sync speed. So when you're yes. shooting normally with flash, you can only go to a shutter speed of 200. Right. But right. with high-speed sync, you can go to 8,000th of a second if you want to, which is fantastic because in, then you can shoot uh, wide open 
shallow depth of field and then pop some flash in. And I've been playing with that over the weekend and it's fantastic. So I've bought a, a couple of units to have a play around with and uh, I promised the, the goal community I'd do some tutorials on those. So we'll do that and we'll probably uh, maybe do a podcast on them as well. So, so shooting in- high-speed sync, which is in- really cool. In case there's any newbies, what is TTL? Uh, through the lens. So it's when mm-hmm. the camera and the flash communicate with each other. So basically they're, 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 they're linked somehow. Don't, don't ask me to explain the science. <laughs> but if you, say, set up your camera and you want to shoot, you've got your aperture set to f4, you've got a shutter speed of a 200th of a second, the camera tells mm-hmm. the flash how much light it needs. Mm-hmm. They communicate with each other, and so you don't have to work it out. So when you're normally shooting flash off camera, you actually have to get a light meter or chimp to work yeah. out just how much flash you need. And a lot of new photographers get bamboozled by that because it can be quite confusing, and they end up overlighting or underlighting or not lighting at all, or they're a bit afraid of it. So this is like, it's almost like peeling potatoes. But what would be <laughs> under peeling potatoes is a starting point washing uh, them <laughs> washing potatoes <laughs> so it's it's that simple it's kind of fail proof and it's ideal if you're shooting under pressure so say you were doing a shoot and you only had a few seconds and you absolutely wanted to nail the shot mm. shoot, shoot ttl which is what i do when i'm shooting flash on camera i've got my my flash set to ttl through the lens yeah. and uh, it'll it works it all out for me so that, I'm, so that I nail the shot. So so it's pretty good. But, well, yes, yeah, so, sorry, what Belle. What else did you buy? Uh, that's it. Uh, there was a couple of other things I was looking at, but then you called. Right. So <laughs> I was only so- 15 minutes late <laughs> and you managed to do online shopping in that time. I managed to do online shopping, but, yeah, so um, – but I'm so happy. I've moved. Uh, I'm in Auckland, Val, at the moment, and yes. I have uh, was staying in one hotel, which was quite a, quite a nice hotel. They were lovely people, uh, except <laughs> and I complain. I complain to you about this a lot yes. over the last few days. Yes. The internet, and I, I think I described it to you as the internet in that particular hotel was. <laughs> run by a mouse with yeah. one lung running on one of those little wheels that powered it. <laughs> with one leg. That, with one leg, and I think the mouse only only worked between four and five. So it was <laughs> – it wasn't even what was your what was your uh, internet speed when you moved like at first before you got the NBN it was like not even di- it was like that old where you heard it that was, tone <laughs> it wasn't even dial up <laughs> it was terrible well, i think that's what i had so you were mm. sending me stuff like mm. images and text mm. and then you'd say ask me a question and i'm like i don't know because i can only read the text i can't see the image because it's still downloading or it wouldn't even download. It was very frustrating. So I you know, couldn't even stream Netflix, Val. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tell them that you were leaving their hotel because of that? Because now you are, you've moved to a good hotel. I've or a hotel a- with good internet. 
No, it's both, Val. I moved okay. to a very nice hotel. Good. I but did you tell it. the previous hotel that that's why I you were did. leaving? So I gave them an opportunity to mm. keep me there because mm. I was booked in for another couple of days and I right. said, listen, I need internet. What can you do? They're like, mm. oh, no, that's as good as it gets. That's insane. It was okay. insane. Well, I'm glad that you found good internet because otherwise we wouldn't be able to record this podcast. Exactly. Now, I'm sorry I was a bit late, but I was actually at the beach and I didn't have a watch or a phone. So there you go. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I was All the... three of those things because <laughs> actually I, I feel like I'm in a parallel universe right now. <laughs> And I'm a bit jet lagged. I'll, I'll add to so it. What did you just say again? After eating my vegan salad, I <laughs> went to the <laughs> that had tofu in it. I went to the beach, and I was late because I didn't have my watch or my phone. <laughs> yeah. <let's>... So. <laughs> Who are I you know. and where's Valerie Koo? <laughs> Did you go in the water? No, I plan to, but all of these um, blue bottles had, had oh. washed up. So oh. I didn't, like I was going to go and I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to get stuck by the blue bottles. So I just lay on the beach instead. Well, this but is a nice change. Doing, yeah. So it was fun. <laughs> but I, I shall go in the water when the blue bottles aren't there. Fair enough. Yes. Well, that's nice. Well, I won't be swimming because it's it's not cold, but it's just not swimming weather here. And no. you know what? The sun has a bite here mm. in Auckland. It's a bit – it's sharp. It, okay. it makes you burn. <laughs> okay. It, maybe the ozone hole is, is I there think too. It is. Mm. I think it is. I think it has something to do with that. So is New Zealand beautiful? I mean, it's, you know, where the hobbits live and stuff. I haven't seen a hobbit yet. Haven't and you? I well I look I to be honest I haven't seen a lot of New Zealand because I have been working my butt off for the mm-hmm. last couple of days but now I'm about to uh, get on a plane and head to the South Island oh. and I've got a car for 4 days and I'm going to drive a, a loop and I will be able to take photos so i haven't actually awesome. taken any scenic shots here in auckland but yeah um, i'll head down to the south so i'm, I'm, I went to I'm the excited south island once did you yeah it was quite fun um everyone seemed to catch their own food like it was like there was no supermarkets where i was or something and people would hunt wild boar or go to the river and catch a giant fish or they would you know have chickens and they ate their eggs and yeah I don't think I had any food that was not caught by the people who made it wow it it, it is different and you the, the the one thing I noticed is like the air just feels really fresh there isn't that any pollution at all it's 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 quite beautiful so Mm. I'm really looking forward to that should be fun well Mm. uh, we will hear more about it in our next episode of course Gina's adventures around the south island of New Zealand Mm. maybe Mm. you'll catch some wild boar and some fish and stuff as well (laughs) but what are we talking about this week so this week I want to talk about simple lighting hacks for photographers so excellent 
that's the the topic. But I think I've got I've got a couple of um, well, I've got something that I dug up when I was shopping, Val. That okay. I know it's it's not out yet, but I've ha- I've had a look at it and I've come across this a couple of times, and I think it looks really interesting. So again, it's Yong Nuo. And by the way, I'm not actually sponsored by Yong Nuo. No. <laughs> I know I do bang on about them, and if you're listening, Yong Nuo, hi, <laughs> um, I'm here. But they've brought out something called they haven't brought it out it's coming end of feb but it's a a sun led sunlight so it's a daylight balanced um, light with a built-in receiver wireless remote control and dimming from 10 to 100 percent and a removable reflector so it looks like a quite a powerful led light which is continuous lighting matched Mm. to sunlight which would be fantastic if it's everything that it it looks like so i think when i um i think i'll add that to the cart as well val (laughs) of the shopping i've got to order it yeah end of feb so uh i've i've listed the item in the show notes if you want to check it out and hopefully when it comes out i think i have to buy it val because why do you want this because Continuous lighting just makes life so much easier and there just has never been portable continuous lighting that is – Powerful, you know, powerful enough to shoot nice um, portraits with, you you know. But this one looks like it will be quite powerful. Daylight balance, so you could take it outside instead of having to put in a duke of flash. You can put it in a a duke of sunlight and shape it. So it could be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think you could use it? I know. I think that um, yes, I'm interested. So you you can be the guinea pig, Gina, and do let us know. It's coming February the second. And it's about two hundred US dollars. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's US dollars. Um, yeah. So yeah, very very uh, keen to know what you think of it when you so finally have for it. You, you, when you're, if you wanted to, because I know you do a lot of filming, and your mm. filming is at the moment limited to studio. <laughs> sort of locations you need to be inside really and if you're outside you want to be using garage lighting which I taught you about but that's limited Mm. so now let's say you turn into the next sort of vegan (laughs) lifestyle guru okay become one of those an Instagrammer, and suddenly Val starts doing those um, posts every day where you're in your bikini. (laughs) And this is my my bikini for the day, and then you've got your six-pack, and uh, and, and then you're holding your, just lift up this little bowl of fresh berry goodness with, you know, your hemp seeds and your kale. Chips. You speak about it as if it is notes. such a un, such an unrealistic thing, Gina. No, no, I think it'd be awesome. And then you'll be doing <laughs> yoga videos on the beach, yeah. and then so all of this stuff that I've been talking to you about for years now, Val. Suddenly, uh-huh. you, you're taking it all up. Except the one thing that's uh-huh. missing, and I think it's next: Nutella? meditation. 
meditation. <laughs> it's next on the list. You've scoffed at everything else. <sighs> like, yeah, uh, I was late. I was meditating. <laughs> we will see, Gina. We will see. But in the meantime, let's move on to this week's topic, simple lighting hacks for photographers. Now, this is great. Where in the world do we start with this? Because there are so many different scenarios that yeah. we may need lighting. So what yeah. are we going to start with first? Well, so I used to think when I was taking photos, when I was starting out, I, that a good shot was a matter of being in the right place at the right time. Right. Could, because you turn up somewhere and you go, oh, my God, the light is amazing. We're so lucky. The light's amazing. Mm. Let's get a shot. Mm. And you get a shot and you come home and you go, oh, so lucky because the light was amazing and I got a good shot. So <laughs> is that, that how you say it? I'm so lucky because the light I'm is so amazing. I'm so lucky. going to Instagram now. did an Instagram. The light was so amazing. Hashtag blessed. That's what you need on your Instagram as well. Don't forget to put hashtag blessed. Okay. <laughs> In your bikini, hashtag best. Naturally thin. Naturally thin down to 10% body fat, hashtag blessed. Yes, that's right. Have another hemp seed. Um, <laughs> but what, I can't wait. What happens? Uh-huh. What happens when um, – so you've got these great shots. You get them out of luck. But, yes. but then there's days – when, because light can be fickle, Val, as yes. you know, because and uh, Auckland, you talk about Melbourne having four seasons in a day. Auckland has twenty. Right. Wow. Rain, sun, confusing. rain, overcast. It's very confusing. Um, but so light can be fickle. So, what happens when light calls in sick, or, or is having a grumpy day? They what need to get their medical certificate. They do need a medical certificate, but you know you can actually buy those. Oh, you can okay. Buy, can, oh. You can buy medical certificates. You can buy sort of templates and okay. you just hand those in. Just a little tip there for everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but if light calls in sick yes, and or always having a grumpy day, then what do you do? Mm. Do you just oh. not take a good shot? No, you need to find a – solution to you replace do. light so when i worked out that if i can find a way to control light <laughs> manufacture light and in particular control contrast mm-hmm. highlights and shadows you can get a good shot anywhere anytime mm-hmm. with anything that you're given so that's what i want to talk about today so the first thing I want to go, so we'll do it in sort of stages, okay? Okay, yeah. So if you rock up somewhere, and oh, by the way, yeah. my accent gets teased here. Your accent? The New Zealanders were teasing <laughs> my accent. Oh, that's hilarious. Is that because not hilarious? And, and you always they, do it the they, other way around. That, and then they would mock me, like I'd say stuff, because I was really? directing all these shoots and so there was a lot of st- talking going on. And then they would sort of say it back to me with my accent, with the New Zealand accent on top of it. And I'm looking really? at them saying, you're mocking my accent? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was just really funny. They found it hilarious, oh and many of God, them, really? and a few of them looked at me blankly and just said, "I don't understand a word you're saying." Are you serious? Yeah, so to all the listeners who don't understand me, I guess they've all dropped off really if they don't understand me or or, or this is just entertaining. And so the more they complained, they didn't complain, but the more Australian I became just for their entertainment. Oh, my God. Is that funny? so weird because I I reckon I do the New Zealand accent at least five times a week. Why? Just for fun. I haven't got no. it yet. I haven't picked it up. I'm not very good that way in terms of picking up accents, but I'll get it and then hopefully. Yeah, like I'll... I'll quote lines from movies and stuff. What movies? Everest. I've not watched any New Zealand movies. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay, you should. Then you start I... talking New Zealandish. I quite like it, the New Zealand <laughs> accent. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. So when there are times when you're traveling or you're working like, or like I've said, just carry a camera with you. Uh, it might be that you go out during your lunch hour and you want to get that shot or you just want to get the shot, but you don't have lights or any equipment. Yeah. And so what do you do if all you have is a camera? So there's a couple of things. So if you don't like the lighting and you're in Auckland, just wait, it'll change, <laughs> turn around. <laughs> You know, so there's times of day that are going to be better to get the shot in terms of controlling contrast in a, in a shot. So choosing early morning, late afternoon, it's going to be a lot easier and avoiding that uh, mid midday. But sometimes you don't have the choice mm-hmm. and you're shooting at midday. High contrast does look amazing in black and white. So you can yeah. shoot high contrast and to convert it to black and white and you've got a great image. And as I'm saying, black and white, the podcast Facebook group. Oh, my God, amazing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've started something. But yes. I, as I said, go back, go through your archives, pull out those shots that you thought, ah, didn't really work. Everyone's mm. been digging out their shots, converting Amazing. them to black and white. How good is everything looking? And now suddenly everyone's everyone's gone it's black and fantastic. white. Fantastic. So in a previous episode, if you're new to us, Gina was talking about how black and white is the new black. And one of the things she suggested was to uh, yeah, convert some of your older images to black and white. And if you go into the uh, Facebook group, which is free to join, just search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community on Facebook and 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 request to join uh, people have been uploading their images and doing the before and after their old image and then converted in color and then converted to black and white and some of the differences are astounding oh. absolutely astounding I think you have started a new trend Gina but I actually, I think, I think from now on, because I think as a learning tool for everyone, when people post the before shot and then they do an edit and they post the after shot, everyone really, you can see in a, really quickly what's been done and how dramatic the change is. So mm. I think I'll ask the uh, Facebook community there from now on if you're posting a shot if you don't mind I know it's hard for people it's it's sort of like you feel a bit vulnerable 
posting your raw images. I did it first. I don't care anymore. I think it's important to show the process. It helps so many people to see that, and it's it's so the the differences are so dramatic. Yeah, but I think uh, black and white's going to be the thing for the year. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and if you you know, because there's so many different types of black and white. So if you yeah. want some good tips, check out Gina's mega power pack of Lightroom presets. Now in the past, Gina had a power pack of Lightroom presets. Now she has a mega power pack and it's mega. It's ridiculous. It's got like 109 different presets and there is a black and white collection and there are some awesome uh, presets that literally at the click of your mouse can transform your entire image just to a really, really fantastic feel. So uh, check them out at GinaMilitia.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-I-A. Yeah, I went a bit nutso with the black and white ones and the film yes. ones as well, film yep. black and white with a bit of grain in them. So that's yep. really cool. So, um, yeah, so when you're shooting high contrast, it, it, it looks great in black and white, but what do you do, Val, if you've gone down to the beach, yep. you've got your – oh, so when you do your Instagram post in your bikinis – <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So a couple of things that 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 uh, midday sun is going to work really well for you because, mm -hmm. and this is for all body shots, you want you actually do want the contrast because that shows the definition because mm. when the sun's above, it catches the muscles and you'll get the highlight at the top of the muscle. But yep. where the six-pack is, Val, yes. right, at the top you get the highlight and then underneath you'll get the shadow. And so yep. that's what shows that. And so when you have a look Got at to do some, that to my six-pack, yep. You mm -hmm. do that for your six-pack. But, yep. but if you have a look at um, – like it's huge. The, the Instagram fitness uh, genre is is huge, mm. but you like I've seen a couple of there's been some great posts from some of those Instagrammers that are showing what a difference uh, lighting can make to how the shot looks. And so uh, th there was one that I, if I can find it again, I'll I'll, I'll try and share it. Uh, but uh, there was one guy who did a post and he lit himself flat. Mm -hmm. on with the light and his body looks it it still looks good he was a very fit body but you couldn't see all the definition because there wasn't any contrast there wasn't any mm. shadows so his his six pack was sort of gone and and his body looked sort of flat then he changed the lighting and he he put the lighting directly above him yeah and then it it like he looked he, he looked like you know 20 pounds lighter yeah, and suddenly right. it's shredded. It made a huge difference. And I know that, yeah, so my bathroom light is high up and uh, <laughs> you look in that mirror and I go, oh, yeah, and then you'll go to another <laughs> light and it's like a different light. You go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, so if you want to have a good start to the day, put your lights up high. It okay. just makes your body look better. So, yeah, so when you're on the beach at midday yeah. doing your hashtag blessed Instagram um, yoga page, post. Mm -hmm. hashtag blessed yoga, uh, what else would you call it? What are you going to call it? Fitspo, um, <laughs> vegan goddess. <laughs> vegan goddess. I like that. No, no, you've got to include surfy chick in there as well. Okay. So can you think of something, vegan goddess, surfer? 
Uh, Something you... about water babe, we, vegan goddess water babe, the vegan goddess water babe. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, so your new Instagram page, the vegan yeah. goddess water babe. Okay. So you'll be there at midday and you've got the sun and you've got your bikinis on and mm. because you want to do like multiple posts because you've, you've got like 20 people that are now throwing stuff at you to promote. So you've got right. your vegan goodness uh, yep. bowl of uh, kale of and seeds. kale, ch- chia seeds and mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff yep. on the table in front of you and you know the table will be that rustic sort of yeah. table, okay, that you For have sure. at the beach. Yeah. Um, and you <laughs> Just got, happen to have that at the beach. Yeah. Well, you bring it to the beach and you've got yeah. the surf behind you and the, the yes. sun's out, the sun's above you. Yes. That's going to be your body's going to look great shredded yeah. see the six pack or eight pack if you're good yeah, yeah. right <laughs> but but you're not going to be able to see the the food very well because that's going to not be lit well it's going right. to be shadow so yes. high contrast so whoever's taking the photo if you've just got the camera set up on a tripod and you're doing selfies <laughs> which you probably would uh, <laughs> What are you going to do uh, about that? Compensate for the contrast of the compensate for the contrast. Yeah. So what you can do, Val, is Mm -hmm. when you're exposing for that shot, you can actually expose for the highlights Mm -hmm. in the shot, so that they're not blown out. So say I'm just imagining that uh, it's not a perfect blue sky because that never it looks a bit flat in photos. You've got some clouds there, those beautiful uh, wispy Simpsons clouds. You know those yep. perfect little clouds? They really yes. make a shot. You want mm-hmm. those in the background, but they, they, they don't look great if it's just white and you don't see the texture in the clouds. Same yes. for the surf break. You want to see the detail in the highlights. That's important. And you want some detail in the yogurt, the organic uh yogurt that you have on top of the chia seeds you want to see all the all the detail in all those highlights so Mm -hmm. if you take a reading for the highlights so when you're taking the exposure you use uh, your the the focus point Mm -hmm. you move that over to where the highlights are and Mm -hmm. take a reading and get that correct the bits that are lit the, the bits that are lit by the sun. So the mm-hmm. brightest yep. points in the shot, if you yep. expose for those and take the shot, now you're going to look at it and you're not going to like it because you're going to be a lot darker. Mm. But then you can get that, take that shot uh, into Lightroom and I'll show you, uh, I've got a, a really good demonstration of this in the, in the show notes. You can lift those shadows. You can open up the shadows mm. really easily in post-production. And so you'll get uh, a nice looking shot for your vegan goddess water babe Instagram yeah. feed. Yeah. So that is at a pinch because sometimes Val, you've just got to do the, the ha- hashtag blessed post <laughs> quickly you yes. know, because there's no time because you being the vegan goddess mm. don't have don't have time to be and you want to look organic and authentic and natural and it's just like I just got up this way as well because yeah. you do it with no makeup. No makeup. As well. No makeup, hashtag I look like this up all this the time. way. Yeah. I just woke up like this. Yeah. Um, no makeup, right, so no filter. 
no filter as well mm. as what, what you have as another hashtag. So <laughs> it's this beautiful natural shot. So you can work with that at a pinch. That's mm. that's how I like to shoot if I'm if it's that sort of kaka lighting. Mm. Now if it's you're down the beach and it's raining, Val, and it's mm. a really soft light, then you're golden because it's you've got even lighting. You don't have to worry about all of that. Just your six-pack won't yep. show up as well. All right? right, so you can increase the contrast in post-production for that. So mm-hmm. that's shoot for the highlights if you're in contrasty light or if you've only got your camera. Now, let's take it up a notch. And talk about Phil Light, my friend Phil. Yep, your friend Phil. Is your friend too. So if you get your head around Phil Light and how Mm -hmm. to work with Phil Light, your whole world and your whole Instagram page (laughs) is going to change and you'll be like a Kardashian, Val. (laughs) So what you need to do is, in case there's any newbies, is actually just define Phil Light. Okay, so put simply, fill light reduces contrast in an image. It opens up the shadow. Now, if you listen to a lot of photography podcasts or you listen to me speak, I talk Mm. about opening up shadows. And it's not like opening up a packet of chips, (laughs) a packet of kale chips in your Mm -hmm. case now, Valerie. Mm. Uh, It's it's something different and I've thought about it and I'm, thought, well, I don't think I've even explained what opening up shadows means. Yeah, so what does it mean? I'm going to now explain what it means very simply, all right? Okay. So opening up shadows means you're adding more detail into the darker areas of your image. So imagine Do you mean shadow- you're brightening them? You're adding more detail? Yes, but I'll, let me describe it. So imagine okay. you've got uh, an image where you uh, like th- this image that you're doing. So you're you're on the beach. It's okay. it's high noon. Yes. You're lit from above. Yeah. You're wearing. You've also we've got another sponsor. Those people <laughs> that make those uh, hats that the hashtag blessed lovers love to wear the beautiful uh wide brim do you know those straw hats the floppy ones that they wear so you got one of those on as well because you're sun smart val yes they're quite bianca jagger yoga goddess sun smart hat all right you're wearing that the sun is directly above you what's going to happen a lot of shadow on your face okay especially with a hat so if you expose for the highlights, your face is going to be like quite dark. There's yes. not going to be a lot of detail. So uh, let's just imagine for the sake of this exercise that you have those freckles, little freckles on you, okay. on you nose and like sure. detail. You might have some earrings in there as well. You might have uh, different colors in your hair that you want to see and a necklace. You won't yeah. see any of that, particularly the necklace. So you might have like a – um, uh, a, a birthstone or um, something around or a um sign. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, <laughs> around your neck, and so that could be quite intricate and detailed as well. That, if it's uh, directly under your chin, is also going to be lost in the shadow. Okay, so that is the whole shadow area. Yeah. So let's now imagine that that whole shadow area is a room. 
All right. A room. A room. Okay. And, uh, As in like a room of a building. So a room of a building and okay. on the wall of the room, you've got a yes. dimmer switch. All right. Okay. And the dimmer's got 10 settings. Oh, okay. Yes. So when the lights are off, mm-hmm. it's pitch black in the room. Yes. So that's yes. the shadow under your chin. It's pretty black. You okay. can't really see anything. But and then if we turn the dimmer all the way up to 10, mm-hmm. it's bright white. Like yes. it was like if you bent back and did a uh, the reverse downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And <laughs> we amuse ourselves. Yes, okay. And arch yourself back or put your mm-hmm. head right back to mm-hmm. look up to the sun. Yes. The sun is now on your face and on your chin and hitting there, that's that's now lit brightly. So that's the dimmer's now gone to ten. You are completely lit up by the, the by the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to make it easier, I've actually done a series of shots of uh, of my room here. Okay. Oh, uh, you mean your hotel room. room? Yeah. So at ten, uh, it's completely black. So, so these shots are it. in the show notes, which you yes. can find at GinaMalisha.com if you want to follow along. So I did a whole series uh, and showing that without any any daylight in the room at all, it's pitch black. You can just sort of make out some clouds out the window. And mm. then I overexposed the room completely. So I did a longer exposure. So I got opened, opened the room right up and you – you can't see any shadows at all. You can barely see a black. It's just like bright white light. And so they're yes. the two extremes. Yes. And then I've uh, created everything in between. So if you add just uh, h- halfway between those two, what you're doing is you're filling in the shadow areas. And if you look into the room, you can see more detail. So you can mm-hmm. make out that there's a chair in there. There's there's the edge well. of the bed. There's a bed. There you can make out names. the detail in the shadows. And stories oh. to tell. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, so <laughs> if this was your – the om- – symbol around your neck valve yes yes and we added uh, a little bit of fill light we would open up those shadows you would start to see detail in there so you'd make out the silver of the necklace you'd make out the 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 leather the texture on the leather and also you'd be able to see more detail in your face so you'd be able to see uh the the freckles and the the skin tone would look nicer because we've added fill so you you can then if you learn how to control the fill light how much you add or how little you add is going to have an effect on how the overall shot looks. So opening up the shadow means you see more detail. So I've, you can actually see that there's an entire series of shots. The mm-hmm. brightest shot was F22 at a five-second exposure. The mm-hmm. darkest shot was F22 at one eight thousandth of a second which is Mm. black okay and so you can see everything in between so just by uh using your shutter speed to control that you can control the amount of ambient light in your shot or fill light Mm -hmm. if you would if you were using the daylight all right and but then there's there is other there are several ways that you can add fill light to the shot apart from just opening up Yes. Your, your f-stop. 
So there's three mm-hmm. main ways okay. you can feel light to your shot depending on how you want your shot to look. So yeah. adding flash is the artificial way. So adding mm-hmm. flash that 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 it can be brighter than the sun so you can actually overpower the sun and you can light the face up and so not only would you remove the shadow from the hat you'd mm. remove any other shadows like uh, that 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 might be um on the face from anything like the shadow under your nose or mm. even shadows under your eyes all gone you could blast it out and completely mm. override the sun all mm-hmm. right so that's the equivalent of having your dimmer set to full power so there's yeah. another image I've got an image I couldn't get you, Yoga Babe, because I think you're copyrighted, those images. And so, and you will get me to do those shots because, God, that would be a fun day. (laughs) Oh, my God. It would be hilarious. We'll get faux Fatini Hatsis up to do yes. the hair and makeup because she's yeah. very good. She, she does a lot of that sort of stuff, you know. Yes, I so noticed. Very good. So we'll change, um, we'll change your hair as well. We're going to have that sort of, uh, you look, know, that beachy long, look. Long, beachy, I know. That's sort yes. of a bit rustic sort yeah. of looking. That's how wavy, we're going to do your hair. Blonde. Wavy, beautiful. I'll have to go blonde. So... <laughs> If we just wanted a really clean look on you, you could just add like quite a lot of flash. So the flash at full power, Mm. boom, onto you, light you up, but it will also flatten the whole shot and it looks really clinical. So um, I try and avoid doing that stuff, but sometimes it can be be a good look for for some sort of things if you're going to – if you want to just overpower the sunlight, make the person look really bright. It's a very commercial way to to light portraits, but it's a good thing to do. So you can clean up everything. It's very stock shot looking. It is very stock shot looking. But Mm. if you then add modifiers to your flash – and dim the flash a little bit and change the angle of the flash valve, you can mm-hmm. actually change the whole look of the shot. So it's again, mm-hmm. so we've gone from having the dimmer to full power to maybe knocking it back to half power. And mm-hmm. then instead of having it flat on the face, you could maybe light from the side and then mm-hmm. suddenly you start to get more modeling in the shot. You get sort of more contrast on one side. You've got some shadows and you're lighting uh, sort of half the face and you've got a movie look so you can control the mood of the shot yeah. just by the modifier that you use and the amount of fill so less fill gives you a moodier shot so a really good exercise that I encourage all the listeners to do is to get your speed light out uh, mm-hmm. find a model or if you don't have a model available get yourself uh, one of those styrofoam heads and I've seen <laughs> some real oh someone and I can't remember who it was but someone's got the did you see the post the best Shazza. looking hi Shazza no, Shaz is good looking too, but someone mm. bought a, a head that it's, it's got like the best bone structure I've ever seen. Did you oh, see really? that one? No. Yeah, I was quite attracted to this guy. Because <laughs> st- I saw the post very like middle of the night or something, bleary eyed, and I went, oh, he's hot. And then I was like, oh, he's a styrofoam, a styrofoam head. head. So this is what my life has come to, Val. I'm attracted to a styrofoam head. <laughs> Okay. We so, need but he to had very good bone structure. So, okay. so, 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 
so there you can get the cheap ones that, that just look average they do the job and you can get the high-end ones that actually do have nice bone structure which would be a good sort of learning head to have because you can <laughs> really really understand how the light affects uh the the bone structure on mm, the face changing mm. changing the angle of the light you can give people cheekbones yeah and uh better bone structure so um what was my point of that? Yes. So you get a styrofoam head or or someone who's happy to sit for you for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and test the light out and, and just do uh, do the flash front on and just do it. Try it with naked flash first, so without a modifier, and then you can just add the 50-cent uh, plastic uh, cap that you get that comes with the flash try that and then if you've got a little soft box or another kind of modifier put that on and try it all around so try it flat try it directly to the side and try the the flash above and every time you move the light try the different power settings so try see what it looks like at full power turn it down to uh, half power quarter power, eight power, and see how the amount of flash that you add changes. And then if you want to take that up a notch, play around with the shutter speed as well. So you see what happens when you have your shutter speed set to 200, one two hundredth of a second, and then go all the way down to one fifteenth of a second. The the slower the shutter speed, the Mm. more ambient light you're going to get in the shot. That again is going to change the amount of contrast you have in the shot. And then you'll have real understanding of how you can control the look and the contrast and the shadows and the highlights in your image using the flash. Fantastic. So just a little note on controlling flash. All right. So imagine your flash foul is a garden hose. My flash is a garden hose. Okay. It's a garden hose. So... The difference between hard light, so hard light is like, you know, when you turn the nozzle down, do you water your own plants? Do you water your plants? <laughs> no, no, but I have done in the past. I do know how a hose works. Okay, so you've got that, that, that attachment on the end and you yes. can change the, the spray so you can yes. actually have it to fine, like a fine mist. Yes. That, that's at the finest all the way down to it's like really hard, like a, um, like a jet stream. Like a jet stream. Mm-hmm. So hard light is like that jet stream. So it's like a nozzle set to its smallest setting. So it's mm. going to um, hit the hit the model very hard mm. in terms of the light. And But when you've got uh, the, the soft light, mm. so that's with no modifier, okay, mm-hmm. and it's very directional and it's hard, but mm. when you've got uh, a modifier on the light, it's like having the the – the flash set to uh, it, it, the stream of water set to a fine mist, mm-hmm. and and the difference is that is if you if you aim your hose say at a wall and mm-hmm. you just aim the hard light, it it'll just hit a, like a certain area, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't spread very much. But when you've mm-hmm. got the 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 fine spray, you, you'll get like this fine even mist everywhere. It's a lot yeah. easier to control. So yeah. the soft light's like a spray and the water gently spreads everywhere. So that's the easiest light to control. Okay. Hard light is is really difficult. So 
in a portrait, the nose is one of the greatest obstacles of light. And this is the one thing that I see most photographers struggle with. So this is the mm. thing that I notice. And this is the thing that will show uh, uh, like a, a newer photographer, the difference between someone who's been working with light for a long time and someone that's just learning with light is that nose shadow and the right. amount of shadow and the the inability to control your shadow details. So a new photographer is going to uh, use the flash, uh, take the shot, and you'll see that there's a very hard nose shadow in the shot. Whereas yeah. uh, a more experienced photographer will know how to control that and uh, and open up that that shadow and control that shadow detail. So if all you have is that hard light, it's just a matter of position. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you position the light so that it's hit, if you've only got hard light, hit the hit the face flat on so that the nose doesn't get in the way, and make sure that it's at the right angle so that it's getting into the eye sockets as well, because if it's too high up uh, and people have got deep set eyes you're going yes. to get raccoon eyes going on as well yes. so you've got to aim the light well when you're only working with hard light when you're working with soft light you've got a lot more um, freedom to move the light around because it's like that soft mist coming out the mm -hmm. light is soft it goes into a lot of areas so it's going to to fill the face a lot more evenly it's going to be a, a lot easier to control and also when you're working with people who have, have hats on and you're mm. working with hard light you've got to watch that the brim doesn't catch the edge of the light it'll cast a shadow as well yeah so when you're working with hard light, you do need to have great aim and you do need to really think about how you're positioning your light. You have to be absolutely precise. And a couple of millimetres either way is going to mean that the nose is going to catch the light and cause a hard shadow and, it, you know, mm. potentially make your shot look not as good as if you aimed it really well, hit the face square on, you're going mm. to get a much nicer much nicer light if you are and I think if you're starting out then as much as I dislike umbrellas and that sort of lighting I think it's a, a good modifier to start with because it's the equivalent of having your hose set to fine mist it yeah. just makes the light soft and even easier to control easier to spread get your head around what's happening with the lighting to understand the exposure peeling yeah. potatoes it's a, it's a it's a it's a an easy step to start with understand the light then move on to the more sort of complicated styles of lighting and using the harder light yeah yeah that makes so, sense and if you do want to start shooting with flash on camera and again you are bamboozled and uh, perfectly understandable I was for a long time it's really really confusing but you want to really have a crack at, at lighting your portraits with the flash off camera I really think you should experiment with the uh, Yong Nuos and the transmitters and mm. shoot with TCL it makes it really easy the then after that, uh, 
if you want, if you don't want to use flash, use a reflector mm. or a bounce board because they will reflect light into the face. And so yep. a silver side is is like having your dimmer set to eight. It doesn't overpower the sun, but it will significantly fill in your shadow areas. So your shot yep. on the beach at midday, Val, using the silver side of a reflector, that's going to fill back and get the shot will look quite nice. You'll get a lot more detail in the shadow areas. You'll see the detail of the chain under your neck and it'll fill in your face really nicely. If you want a more natural look, then use a white reflector. And if you want to completely ruin the shot, use a gold reflector. So, <laughs> so hang on, hang on. So, no, uh, so no, 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 hang on. So um, logic tells me that it is just so much easier to do exactly that, to use a reflector or a bounce board yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you say that it'll look quite good and stuff. So is the only reason then you would use a um, flash is because you would just have more control over the degrees of light? You can control the light better. You get a sexier shot, but you can you can actually fill the shadows a lot better with flash. Mm-hmm. It's a more natural look to use a reflector. It just depends on the look you want to go for, Val. But right. if you wanted to have that blue, blue water and all the detail in the background, you're mm. going to have an easier job of that, of compensating for the hard light you've got above you mm. using a flash. The other plus is once we bounce a silver reflector into your face at mm. midday, mm. you're not going to be able to see. So yoga right. swim babe isn't going to be happy. Going to be all squinty. You'll be or all won't be able to open her eyes. You won't be able to open your eyes at all. So it, mm. that, that it, it's it's really difficult uh, to shoot with that. So it, yep. it, if you stepped out of the frame and you were just doing your food, mm. no, go nuts. But if yep. it's for you, that's the problem. It it, it right. is squinty. It's very hard having something silver reflected in your face. Yes. So the other thing you can do is uh, if you're not shooting with people and you say you want to shoot a room, you can uh, use uh, HDR, which is uh, you can do that in Lightroom or yep. Photoshop. And mm-hmm. those 20 images that I loaded up of my room from the brightest to the darkest, oh. I then took those images merge them into Lightroom and now I have uh, an image that Every single degree is in the image. So you can see the clouds outside, all the detail. It's not a brilliant HDR shot. I did it very quickly, but just to show you what's possible, you can see the lights are on in the room. So you can see all the detail in the lights, the light globe. You can see that I've got a white cup on a white newspaper, on a white bedspread, on a bed that's lit by sunlight. All the detail is there. All the detail is in the highlights and you can see detail in the shadows. You can see everything. So, so this is how real estate is shot. So basically bracket your image and take them at all of the different exposures and then photo merge it with HDR. Yeah. So finally, and this is a very favorite technique of mine, and you can actually rescue an image. So if you are out and you have hard light and you want to do a portrait, I've Mm. done portraits where the flash never fired. So Mm. what I've got is I've got hard lighting. I've 
done the I've exposed for my highlights I've got all the texture so I've got uh, in the show notes I've got a portrait of Mukti that I shot as she was like a woman in her 80s that I photographed in Bali in mm-hmm. a laneway so it's a grungy laneway you've got uh, and and the wall was lit by sunlight you've got shadows on the wall I exposed for the texture on the wall mm. poor Mukti is completely in shadow the flash yeah, like you, this is not you even an outline she's you a silhouette barely see her so took that Mm. image into Lightroom the first thing I did was in the develop module open up the shadow slider and take the contrast slider to the left and that Mm -hmm. reduces or takes all the contrast out of the image and what it does is it makes the difference between highlights and shadows much less so you've Mm. got a flatter image overall so just doing that Mukti appears out of the shadows amazing really fantastic it's amazing but you take that a step before Lightroom seriously I know. Take mm-hmm. it a step further, Val, and this is my adding a duck of light in Lightroom. Yeah. I use yeah. the radial filter just on her face and yeah. just increase the exposure on her face, and now she's got a, a duck of light on her face and added a bit of contrast and a, uh, added some blacks and added some clarity, and mm. now Mukti looks like she's been lit and uh, – not not quite lit, but it looks quite natural that I've managed Amazing to get that. Image. And that's with one frame and uh, that's you can save so many images and that's if you only have the camera. And this is what I'm talking about doing with you on the beach for your <laughs> yoga beach babe Instagram post that yeah. just put you in a bikini there <laughs> at the beach in the background. You yeah. would look so hot. And then I've just uh, – the, the actual podcast, cover for for this episode uh-huh. is uh Mukti <laughs> no no it's sorry you didn't get the cover but um it's uh and Mukti the, the difference between the lit shots I've done the, it's the exact same setup I've used a grid spot on her face and yeah. then I've bought a fill board under her that she's holding that will fill the shadows underneath light her face you can see the difference between having flash for a shot mm. or just having the available light it's just a different look but again yeah. controlling the contrast and you can basically if you know this stuff ahead of time and you put in a little bit of uh, time to experiment just on your yeah. own at home get your head around it so you're not flustered you're going to get great shots i don't know what we did before lightroom Lightroom is amazing. It really Mm. is. And uh, really, I know people are a bit nervous of trying it. It's a a free 30-day trial download. You've got nothing to lose. And I I learned it. I I downloaded tutorials and, uh, you know, learned it when I had downtime. I would just watch tutorials, practice with my own images and uh, worked it out. Or even just get Gina's Lightroom presets and transform your images with one click, literally. That makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, that makes it easy as well. Okay, so that's awesome. I, you know, um, it's we're often in situations where lighting is not the best, and so um, there's a whole range of different options, obviously available to us. So it's fantastic. Thank you, Gina. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> so, what is hashtag Gina challenge for this week? Now, while you think of that, if you're new to us, every week we have hashtag Gina challenge, and then we have hashtag 
some other topic. Now, that topic might be colour or black and white or grunge or whatever. And uh, what we do is we upload our photos based on that topic in the Facebook group that I mentioned before. If you want that uh, again, just search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community in Facebook and request to join. It's free and it's great to see everyone's images. So you can interpret that topic however you like. So what is is hashtag Gina challenge for this week, Gina? I really want it to be Yoga Bay, but it's not. So (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be. <laughs> so badly. I'll just be another day. No, no, it's going to be shadow highlights for this one. Great. Okay, so the topic is hashtag shadow highlights. So upload your photo and just put hashtag Gina challenge, hashtag shadow highlights so we know which topic. And it'd be great to see your shots. Absolutely. So mm. we're almost at the end of this week's episode, Gina. Now you're in Auckland. Uh, yep. What are you going to do um, in the coming week until we speak again? So tomorrow I'm going to fly down to the South Island and drive around ah, yes, for the right. for, and uh, and and do some shots. Uh, tonight I think I'm going to go and have a sauna now. Oh, awesome! Well, you inspired me, yoga babe. <laughs> I'm going to go 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 have do a sauna and work out on my work on my six pack. And uh, tomorrow I'll post a shot in my bikini down yeah, at the beach in Auckland on my Instagram just Instagram use feed. From above. <laughs> hashtag blessed, blessed, hashtag natural body, <laughs> hashtag I woke up like this. On that note. What are you doing? <laughs> on that note, what am I doing? I am, um, oh gosh, I am, I've got a mental block. I've just got a busy week coming up, you know, the usual thing. I will, of course, be working on my six-pack as well. And yeah. so that, And I'll be thinking of my bikini a day shots for, you know, yoga ba- vegan yoga babe water surfy chick mole. And if you've got a bikini shot that you want to upload or you just want to share your six-pack, feel free. Shit, put it in the podcast community. Yeah, shadow highlights. <laughs> shadow um, highlights. Where do we find you online, Gina? So I'm at GinaMilitia.com on Instagram. That's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. At Gina Militia on Twitter. I'm in the podcast Facebook group and I'm at GinaMilitia.com. And, of course, Gina is uh, also in the gold community and you can check that out. It's an awesome community of fantastic photographers uh, and it's a membership uh, program where Gina has regular tutorials as well as uh, f- she does photo critiques for all of the members as well as l- a live monthly mastermind where you can ask Gina all of her all of your questions so go to ginamilitia.com and click on join the community to find out more as for me if you want to see my uh, yeah, yoga, yoga picture not um, I'm at Valerie Koo that's K-H-O-O on Instagram and Twitter and of course I'm in the Facebook group as well and it'd be great to connect with you thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next time thanks guys Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.